What is going on, guys? Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to A Taste of Life with the Clark Podcast. My wife is here, the host. She's a little under the weather. I am here, the host. Once again, let me introduce ourselves. My wife, Melissa Clark. I'm Michael Clark. We are host of Taste of Life with the Clarks. And the topic of the podcast that we are talking about today is is the NBA in trouble like <laughs> and I'm I'm a I'm gonna let my wife I'm gonna let her kind of jump in early like I said she's under the weather and um go ahead take it away baby well the one thing I wanted to know when you say the NBA in trouble is what do you mean by that so We're talking about the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets have... Okay, so we pretty much from the old school, we pretty much from the era of you having, you know, one superstar, two superstars. And we also from the era where teams picked players and draft picks. You know what I'm saying? Or or they made a trade. Nowadays, players are literally texting, email, Instagramming, Facebook, Twittering, like, yo, let's play together. And now players are literally coming together to play together. And I guess my question to you is, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Play together in the same team. Play out the same are you, team. Are you are you saying that they're not trying to manage themselves where they decide where they who they want to play with? Yeah. It's, I thought it doesn't work that way. Hey, Noel, it works that way now because so I thought you get picked. Okay, so this is how it goes now. Now they signing shorter contracts. They doing like maybe three years, four year contracts. Mm-hmm. Then they become free agents and then they basically go and play for another team. And now they're playing together. I mean, first of all, this ain't the first time this happened. And a lot of people are blaming on the Lakers. A lot of people say, well, you know, the Lakers did this. And the La-. and I remember the Lakers made a trade where they can get Wilk Chamberlain. And then they even um, made a trade where they can get Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar didn't start his career in Los Angeles. But listen to what I said. They made a trade. Players are literally... Telling the team they own, hey, buy my contract out. I'm out of here. I'm going, I'm going to the Brooklyn Net. Now, the crazy thing is, the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan. Me and my wife was uh actually just laying in bed talking, kind of messing around. And we was looking around on YouTube and we happened to see this interview uh, where Michael Jordan talking to 
um, I forgot the guy's name, but they, they, they basically, you know, Michael Jordan loves cigars. You know, that's why if you went to, if you ever, if y'all guys go check out our YouTube channel, I did a Last Dance My Story documentary and I talked about how me and Michael Jordan are so, so similar. But anyway, and I'm about to play um, part of the clip where he says that about guys getting on super teams. So uh, let's listen in on it. Well, I mean, I, I think that's a little bit hard to determine because in a professional league of all teams, when I say the league, you want to be able to have competitive balance. And as a player, I'm pretty sure it's this. Whatever perspective you may have, you know, have some discrepancy in terms of talent. So if everybody wants to go to Chicago, you only can have 12 jobs in Chicago. Chicago is going to get all the best players. What about Dallas? What about Washington? What about the other cities? Yeah. You know, Indiana. They may not be, they may not be metropolis of cities. But they still have passion for basketball. And you're starting to see a little bit of it now to where all the stars are starting to gang up and go on one team. Uh, I think it's going to hurt the overall aspect of the league from a competitive standpoint. And you're going to have just one or two teams that's going to be great, and the other 28 teams are going to be garbage. Or they have a tough time surviving in the business environment. So, so what role, positive or negative, does an agent play in helping young man okay so we're gonna make such decisions that's the playback of uh, it I give you a good example. and uh you heard the greatest of all time said you're gonna have <laughs> four great teams and the rest of them gonna be garbage and that's why I say is the NBA in trouble because it's going to come down to you're only going to want to see what the Brooklyn Nets what play the Lakers or the Brooklyn Nets play Philly and oh let me throw in Philly has a better record right now than the Brooklyn Nets not trying to say nothing against Brooklyn I'm just saying so Baby, what are your thoughts? I mean, I know <laughs> you you got under the weather, and not only that, you you haven't really been a basketball fan since what Michael Jordan, huh? Right. I really don't know much about basketball. <laughs> so this segment, I think it's all Clark, <laughs> all my husband. Yeah. Because I really. Yeah, we was talking about the Bears or, or Texas, what Tennessee Titans, you know. <laughs> he was talking about that football. Then we'll have a little bit more to talk about. But we'll be talking about that soon. Believe me, spring training will be right around the corner for the football. Um, I just feel like when I say is the NBA in trouble, I just feel like that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to 
like Michael Jordan said, four, maybe five teams. You know, like, 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 uh, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of a team right now that's garbage. Like, um, I don't even know. I mean, I ain't really been kind of keeping up with the league. I guess, uh, I can, uh, try to check real quick on NBA standards to just throw a name out there and see what I come up with. And, um, I just, I just feel like I'm not mad at these guys for what they've done, but I will say that it's, it's, oh, wow. They 13 and 33. I kind of see why Blake Griffin got away from the Pistons. So let's say, for instance, people are not going to really watch. Okay, I'm looking at the standards now, so now they tie. Brooklyn is 32 and 15, and the 76 is 32 and 14. And, um,. I just feel like, I mean, you can't be mad at these guys because Blake Griffin is an awesome player. DeMarcus Aldridge is an awesome player. And they probably got that mindset of, hey, I'm not about to end my career without having a ring. Also, like I said, this ain't the first time we've seen this before. Um, I can go as far back. I'm trying to think. Um, I can't say the Lakers. Because all the years I remember the Lakers, especially back in the 80s, them guys traded for the guys they wanted. Just like same thing with Boston. Boston traded for guys. But... I do remember uh, at one point the Houston Rockets had Charles Barkley, Akeem Olajuwon, Clyde Drexler, and Scottie Pippen. I do remember the Portland Trailblazers They had Scottie Pippen. They had Steve Smith. They had Rasheem Wallace was on that team. They had um, Stacey Ogman. What was old boy who called himself the Kobe Stopper? What was it? Ruben Patterson. Like, Like, they were stacked the way the Brooklyn Nets are stacked. Like I said, it was Scottie Pippen, Steve Smith, Rasheen Wallace, Bozzy Wells, uh, Damon Stoudemire. Um, I think Derek Anderson was on that team. Uh, I think one that one of those years, Rod Strickland was on that team with Scottie. And this is a team you knew was going to win a championship. 
And they ran into Phil Jackson and the Lakers. And they didn't. You know, and and you even can go a step further than that. I remember, uh, I can't remember quite what year, but remember the year Shaq, Kobe, Gary Payton, Carl Malone. So this has happened before. And so far, I'm not wishing no bad luck on Brooklyn, but so far these super-duper teams haven't won the title yet. Uh, I remember it was Miami did it. It was Tim Hardaway. Uh, Was it Tim Hardaway? Steve Smith, I think. Glenn Rice. And Alonzo Morning. I, I can't really remember. I, I do remember. I think it was Steve Smith. The Kimbe Matumbo. And I think it was supposed to be two other superstars. So this 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 ain't the first time this have has happened. This has happened before, but the, if you look at the record, <laughs> the record shows that these super duper teams haven't won the NBA title yet. But um, people going to court say, you know, if LeBron beat this team, LeBron the greatest of all time, and all this. First of all, LeBron started this. LeBron started the super teams. Now, LeBron literally, to give my wife some insight on this and everybody who's listening, LeBron had an opportunity to go back to Cleveland. He didn't. He went to Miami. He teamed up with Dwayne Wade. They brought in Chris Bosh. And this is the results of that. And so when people say, well, the Lakers started, no, we got to give this one to LeBron. LeBron started the super team because they tried to do it. Like I said, the NBA repeats itself a lot. They tried to come up with a super team in Orlando. They tried to do, I guess you call the big three or whatever in Orlando. Now, for you younger listeners, let me take y'all back probably to when y'all was born or babies. Tracy McGrady, Grant Hill, and Tim Duncan. All three of them was free agents. And the word that was floating around was they all was going to link up and play together in Orlando. So I think if my memory was right, Grant Hill committed first. Grand Hill has signed with Orlando first. And then Tracy McGrady came and uh, because we were pissed 
This is when I was living in Chicago at the time. Chicagoans was pissed because we was like, man, if we could get Tracy McGrady, we could start to, you know, and maybe we could get some people to come around and come with them. So, but that didn't happen. Tracy McGrady ended up going to Orlando. And Tim Duncan went back to San Antonio. You know, the rest history is with that. He ended up getting five rings. But anyway... Um, so yeah, this happened before, but LeBron started, I mean, LeBron basically started the super three or the big three or whatever you want to call it. And when people talk about the Brooklyn Nets, can it work? Yeah, it can work. As long as Blake Griffin look rejuvenated from the game I watch. I haven't seen DeMarcus Aldridge yet. I gotta figure out when they gonna play. But he seemed it rejuvenated playing with them. Now, is it unfair that Brooklyn Nets is stacking the deck like that? And to all the LeBron fans is gonna say, yeah, They got to come up with a super-duper team to beat LeBron. Well, the finals ain't here yet. And I think even with them having that super-duper team, I think if LeBron play the way I know LeBron can play, I think he still can triumph over them. The only way I think that the Brooklyn Nets can basically... Go to the finals against the Lakers and take it from LeBron is they will have to literally make LeBron beat them in the post. And I've been saying for years that if LeBron start playing with his back to the basket, if LeBron start posting them guys up, who they're going to put on them? Because if you put Aldridge on them, we all know he's going to abuse him and make him foul out. Him and Blake Griffin will be a great match, but I think LeBron's too much for him. You know, we definitely, and I feel like Anthony Davis, I understand you got the three, but I feel like now you need to come in against this team. Somebody got to be a present in that post against this team, against this Brooklyn Nets team. But These super-duper team records right now are not good. The Lakers, they had a super-duper team. They went to the finals. They ain't win it. Scottie Pippen was on two super-duper teams. They ain't make it to the finals. Um, People called Boston when it was KG, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce a super-duper team, but I don't because... Not only was those guys a little bit, they prime was fading away, but those guys, they they was they was on the down end of their career. I mean, Lamarcus Aldridge is kind of on the down end of his career, but to me, Blake Griffin looked like he still got maybe a, a good five, maybe six more years to do it. 
But um, I know Brooklyn Nets fans are extremely happy. And I know a lot of other people or a lot of other fans are mad because they like, damn, y'all just buying a title, huh? This one's going to be interesting. I'm going to watch. I know a lot of people probably then kind of faded away from the NBA now because now they feel like where's the competition at? It's like I'm not going to watch Brooklyn beat Indiana or the Bulls by 40. I'm not about to watch that. But what I would say to the fans is they still got to play the game. You still got to play the game. When the Lakers got Gary Payton and Carl Malone, I was like, oh, my God. And they was over there with Phil Jackson. And they got slaughtered by the Detroit Pistons. The Lakers only won one game that series. The Detroit Pistons beat the Lakers four games to one. And, and my memory, I'm going to try to do my best. I believe they won that game because Kobe hit a three. So, I just feel like, damn, Brooklyn, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all got Kyrie Irving. Y'all got Kevin Durant. Then y'all got James Harden. Then y'all got Blake Griffin. Now y'all like, and y'all just like how Portland was. Y'all bench is almost equivalent to y'all starters. That's exactly how Portland was. The team that Scottie Pippen was on. That Portland team that had Scottie Pippen, Rasheen Wallace. I think it was Bozzy Wells, Steve Smith, uh, Stacy Ogman. I think Derek Anderson, Damon Stoudemire. Um, I know I'm missing somebody else, but um. only thing I can say to the LeBron fans is LeBron started this. There was a lot of people or a lot of players that was extremely mad when he did that. And I mean, who knows? This might motivate the lead. This might motivate players to say, okay, y'all think Because y'all got a super team. Y'all still going to come in our city and blow us out. You may have players that average a good 10, 12 points a game. All of a sudden start dropping 20. You might have teams that look like they were asleep. Might have woke up. You know. I don't know, baby. What you think? I I know you're not feeling too good. And you're listening to the podcast and everything. I think you covered it all. Thank you. You gave good points. That's what I think. Not only that, let me let me throw a little 
a little in there too because I want to put this LeBron Michael Jordan comparison to bed. Can you imagine if Michael Jordan would have went to like a super team like Portland or a super team like the Lakers? Matter of fact, Phil Jackson wanted Michael Jordan to come over there and play for the Lakers when he came back and played with the Wizards. He told them, no, I'm coming to compete against these guys. I didn't suit back up. You know, if I get to the finals, I get to the finals, but I'm not suiting back up to link up with a team just to get like, like I, I, I want the listeners to understand that today's game to me only enhances Michael Jordan's career and his legacy. Because can you imagine Michael Jordan retired from the game after winning the finals? He didn't have to do that. He could have went to Utah, the team he just beat, and probably brought them back to the finals. He could have went to the Lakers. He could have went to um what Scotty? Scotty went to Houston. He could have went over there to Houston with Scott. Like, they could have easily went and formed a super team and probably ran off another three, maybe four more. I want the Brooklyn Nets fans to know it's y'all time anyway, you know? Y'all pulled the strings. Y'all did what y'all had to do. Much love and respect to y'all. I hope y'all go to the finals and y'all got to do what y'all got to do to win it. Because that's another thing too. This is a sport. There's no rules on saying I can't make my team as deep as I want to make it. There's no rules to that. Now, it just so happens that the Lakers don't seem to be as deep now as Brooklyn. That's something that the Lakers got to get together in their front office. But as a basketball fan, like I said, I'm I'm going to sit back and watch and we're going to see how this play out. Is the super team going to finally prevail? Or is the super team going to be added to the list of super teams that just couldn't get over the hump? So, with that being said, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast about is the NBA in trouble. I wish my wife could have jumped in a little more, but like I said, she's under the weather. But she she she's definitely listening in. And basically, like I said, we ain't talking about footballs. You know, that's when you'll hear her jumping in. But uh I wanna thank you guys so much for listening. Also go check us out on our YouTube channel, A Taste of Life with the Clarks. Also follow us on Instagram at A Taste of Life with the Clarks. All one word, no space. And thank you guys so much for checking out this podcast. I I had to have us say something about the Brooklyn Nets. I'm not mad at these guys, but I kind of hope these guys prevail. Because, I mean, especially with Steve Nash as the coach, 
he has so many pick and roll options, it's ridiculous. So I kind of, I mean, I kind of want LeBron to win another ring where people can still try to whisper he's in the GOAT conversation. But at the end of the day, I feel the best team is going to win because it's going to come down to the coaches and who wants him more. It, and, and talent plays a factor, but it's the mental part of it as well. Who's going to be that mental coach or that mental team to say, hey, we winning this no matter what. And no matter how odds the decks are stacked against you, that's what's going to be the final determination. I feel. But I want to thank you guys again for checking out A Taste of Life with the Clark Podcast. You guys are awesome. We send nothing but blessings to you guys and you guys enjoy the rest of your day.